When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you for joining us this week. The music of the Brat Pack brings us into the start of the show and we're going to have a chat to them very shortly, or not we, but these two boys are Welshy and Lyle. Excuse my hiccups. How are you boys? Very good, eh, Tony? How you doing, mate? Doing Excellent. Yeah, You've been fantastic. drinking. No, no, no. Just had the hiccups. They usually go hand in hand. No, yeah, no. Just had the hiccups. You should say you have been drinking. How are you guys? Very good. Been a good very week. Good. Yeah, had some, watched some good wrestling on big the weekend. Big week in wrestling, hasn't it? Yep, very big, very big. Looking forward to getting into it all. Yeah, Jude the Dude London, guys. A lot of good reports about uh, that one. People enjoy that. Yeah. He was uh, fun. Yeah. Super. Well, I've, I've worked out a pattern that Tony, as soon as someone says that Tony sounds like someone else in their life, like a father or yep. something, Tony loves the interview. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He takes it he under his wing. likes to be part of it. Yep. Yeah, he just wants to be included. That's all. That's well, we're not, that's why well, you're not you, going to be. You weren't included in this week's interview. No, I wasn't. Yeah. You guys went to uh, the Brat Pack. I was doing. What was I doing? Oh, 50th Sorry. birthday party. So I couldn't go. Oh, happy 50th, How come he didn't invite us? No, it wasn't mine. Oh, okay. uh, he wishes he was still 50. You emceeing it or something? Michael Mav, happy uh, birthday to you from last week. You know, uh, if it was like a 50th birthday, Tony said it was just like a 40th, except there was more chairs. Ah, okay. And candles. You guys went to MCW Endgame. Last week, and before the show, caught up with the boys from the back... From the what? The backpack, I was going to call them. The Brat Pack. From the backpack. The backpack. What, well, Nick did Burry? They, well, did they, did they backpack they to wearing, the UK? They were wearing bum bags, like they all... Yeah. No backpacks yeah. for the Brat Pack. Oh, you, got, you got brought up a couple of times in the interview. Did I? Then yeah, I look yeah, forward yeah. to listening to of this. Course. It'll be the first time ever I've listened to the show. You won't listen to the show. <laughs> oh, you're right, I damn won't. How, uh, do, the you, Brat how pack. do you edit the show and not listen? I know There's the work. I know the points. Well... Have I messed up yet? Yes. There's <laughs> a bear shit in the woods. Shut up. <laughs> the Brat- Hang on, but did you mess up last week? Can we listen to the Brat Pack? I don't want to keep Nick Burry waiting. It's Nick Berry. Berry. Here they Mitch are. Waterman. Mitch Waterman. Here they are with Walshy and Lyle. We're backstage at MCW, joined by the MCW Tag Team Champions, the Brat Pack, Nick Berry, Mitch Waterman. How are you going? Good, mate. Good. Yeah, what's going on, fellas? Shout out to the hot shot. <laughs> that was a better introduction than uh, having Tony here, getting the names right to start off with. It's a start. It's a start. Yeah. Yeah. First things first, showdown. Uh, you had the big match against each other. You know, Sometimes brothers fight, tag team partners fight. I've got a little statement from my kids. They were at the show. Uh, they said, Nick, you suck. And <laughs> Mitch, you're cool. So they're eight and nine. So They know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like your kids. 
Oh, I, <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Thanks for covering that. What, what's it like getting in the ring against each other? You go first, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, it was pretty cool. Like, uh, we, we never get the chance to do that, you know? And, like, we've got such good tag team chemistry and we hop in there and we actually get to wrestle each other and test each other and push each other to our, our limits. And it was an amazing experience. We beat the crap out of each other. We main evented for Showdown and, yeah, tore the house and It was great fun. I mean, he pretty much said everything. Um, but it, it was cool. Like, we haven't wrestled each other much at all, actually. And uh, you always hit a little bit harder when it's your brother. So uh, there's a couple of uh, chipped teeth. and uh, but, but, yeah, we, we got it done, so it was good. Your teeth are looking good. I don't think they were your teeth that were chipped. Oh, no, they definitely weren't mine, mate. Mine are uh, pearly whites. <laughs> good. Um, those showdown shows, though, uh, shows like Showdown, uh, Warzone... Uh, opportunity to work a different style in front of a different audience. Uh, is that something that you guys value, uh, being able to do those different things in front of different crowds? Yeah, I think you have to be very adaptable. Um, and not every show is is going to be the same audience and the same like the s- same type of wrestling that the crowd likes. Like you look at, um, uh, for example, New Japan compared to AEW compared to WWE, all three I feel are quite different. You know, and they're offering something different to their audience. So you just got to, whatever the audience wants for that certain company, you work towards that style. So you've got to be adaptable in that way. Uh, yeah, and going on like a local level, uh, I wrestle different at MCW than I would wrestle at GPW or a showdown. Uh, it's just different audiences. And um, if you don't adapt, they're just not going to get it. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, obviously you guys have had a pretty interesting year. Done it all. Got the the tag titles back again and went over to the... <laughs> it's that podcast, was very good. mate. I can't see that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just doing the four-time four-slit sign for everyone listening at home. Uh, and you got the good opportunity to go over to the UK for Ring of Honor, three uh, quality matches. What's that whole experience like? Yeah, it was it was a whirlwind, to be honest. Like uh, we, we, we found out about three weeks before we actually went over there um, so we got ourselves ready and yeah, we, we you got to be like over prepared for when an opportunity comes like that sort of thing. So you just, you train the whole time, like you're ready for that opportunity. So it's not like, oh shit, I've got this opportunity. I'm not, I'm not ready for it. So we, um, yeah, when we got over there, it was an amazing experience. It's a great locker room. It's great culture. Um, you got to wrestle like some of the best wrestlers in the world. And a big highlight for us was uh, wrestling the Briscoes as well. So um, I, I couldn't thank him enough. It was a great experience. Um, it was pretty cool for me. That was my first time overseas completely. So that was that was a bit of a uh, bit of a shock. But um, yeah, it come pretty quick. Like Nick said, we didn't have a ton of notice. Um, but it was honestly, I think in one week we grew more than maybe we've grown in like a year. Like yeah. it, it was just having to step up to another level. Not that the level here is any different, but we've kind of as a team here, we've, we've wrestled a lot of the guys and just to get about out of our comfort zone and do something completely different was... With the pressure on too. With the pressure on, it gives you a confidence that I think we didn't have before. Yep. So you get the call. What's going through your mind uh, when you're told, you know, in three weeks you're going to be in the UK mm-hmm. wrestling teams you've never wrestled against in front of an audience that have never seen you um, and then online people watching it everywhere in the world in one of the biggest wrestling companies 
Yeah, I mean, it's a huge honour just to get that call. And <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, Jesus, what was I going to say now? <laughs> Thanks, Mitch. You can take over. Oh, it was lots. It was, uh, we were very... Ex- I think the, the overwhelming thing was, at first, it was a bit of, oh, wow, this is happening. But um, we were super excited just to, to get the chance to show a worldwide stage what we can do. So uh, back to your thought, mate. Uh, it was very honourable of you to hand me the mic like that. <laughs> Any time, pal. Uh, <laughs> no, like, yeah, exactly. It was... It was a great, a, a great challenge and achievement at the same time. Yeah. Um, it was very humbling that they've chosen us and they've gone, we're going to reach out to you. And then for us to then return the favour and, well, like, we're going we're gonna to really challenge ourselves. And we didn't, um, like, obviously the, the Ring of Honor fans, for the most part, wouldn't know Brat Pack. But I feel like now they definitely do and they know what the Brat Pack is. Um, so they got to see three matches of us and... I feel like we offered little bits of differences in all three and um, and the different people that we worked as well. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was an amazing, amazing achievement and hopefully we get to do it all again. Do you think working in the UK was a little bit easier if you went straight to America with that crowd not knowing? Because the UK fans know, like, our kind of banter. Yeah, the shtick that you guys do, having fun. The, yeah, the, the pumping up in the ring and stuff like that. Is it a bit easier with the UK fans, you think? I don't think so. Um, like, obviously, like, a couple of them would know a couple, like, Aussie terms, but, like, uh, it's not like we're going to start yelling out some random Aussie terms that, like, Americans aren't going to understand or English people aren't going to understand. So it's again, comes down to your adaptability. So here in MCW, we can throw out a couple of those slang terms and everyone's going to understand that. Um, whereas if we go elsewhere, then we'll use some common terms like that and still stick to the Brat Pack character, but we're not going to do 100% Aussie slang so everyone everyone gets confused, you know? So in that aspect, no. Um, and then your wrestling still stands for your wrestling and people understand what, what uh, cowardly heels can be like. People understand what strong baby faces can be like. So when it comes down to the wrestling, it's fine. Yeah. Um, all three nights when we walked out, we walked out to... I'd say silence. I would say silence, but we would make sure within the first, first years, even in our entrance, mm. we need to make sure people get this. Mm-hmm. They need to understand what we are. And then the first minute of the match, again, like, what are we? It felt like we had to retrain an audience to be able to understand. So I feel like whether the UK or America, I think that would have worked. So how much confidence do you get from the experience? Uh, a huge amount. Yeah, like like Mitch was saying, I feel like, yeah, we have grown a fair bit in just three nights, you know, and, and being able to test yourselves against some of the best in the world. Um, and, like, working with the Briscoes as well. Like, the the, the the match the match itself was really fun, but, like, you're, you're still putting yourself out there into a different environment, to a different, different fan audience as well, a uh, different country. And... And with a different style of working too. So, Ring of Honor, that I found the matches were more fast-paced, um, and it was it was a good little tester. Uh, and like, also, if you if you go back to the last MCW show against Will Ospreay and Kyle Fletcher, that was a similar style to some of the matches that we were having. So it's good that we've been constantly doing different things. Not like you're never going to see a Brat Pack match and it's going to be the same match. It's always going to be different, no matter who we're working or where we're working. Yeah, that's what the fans love is that there isn't. 
a necessary Brat Pack style. You guys evolve mm. and you guys are always entertaining in different ways and I think that's what the crowd, they struggle with you guys as heels. Um, <laughs> how do you, how, well Mitch, what's Nick like as a travel companion? Um, <laughs> I, I didn't travel with Nick, I travelled with the unit um, <laughs> and that, that was an experience uh, in and itself. <laughs> Big Ushka, um, but he's fine. We get it. we're we're mates. Like it's just like traveling with a insane mate. <laughs> oh, you put me over. I did. I said you were good. <laughs> the same question for you. What's Mitch like as a travel I'll companion? I'll from here. <laughs> so, so Mitch obviously has just said that he's never left the country. So I was the tourist guide. Well, I said put me over. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, "Put me over." I, I know I'm where this to is that. going. I'm getting to that. <laughs> I, can, I know where this is going. I got one popski. <laughs> <laughs> so I would somehow be able to navigate myself around the city and understand the train systems. And while well, Mitch would be like, he wouldn't even know what platform we're on. <laughs> and there was uh, there was one day where. I won't go into too much detail, but I was going to go into the city first. Uh, what I thought was well, I'd be having an English breakfast. It didn't turn out that way. I'll leave it as that. And um, uh, and then Mitch goes, oh, geez, mate, if I didn't have you catching the train with me, I'd just pay for an hour Uber to get here. <laughs> <laughs> I had some pounds to get rid of, mate. I'm not going to convert it back. I'll lose money. It's actually one of the easiest train systems in the world to navigate. <laughs> mate, London is a big place, all right? <laughs> You'll have fun in Tokyo. That one's super easy. Yeah, super easy. Nah. How, how did you get your passport so quick in three weeks' notice? Mate, I've had my passport for years. <laughs> <laughs> Just never use it. I can't believe it. You know, your generation hasn't been to Bali or anything like that. Oh, you've been in Bali. <laughs> That's where I lost my teeth. <laughs> Going back to get them fixed? Yeah, I should. <laughs> What's the the main experience or takeaway from the the UK that you're going to bring back that the fans here are going to see? Um, do you mind if I take it? Yeah. Um, just to me, the big thing is confidence. Like honestly, even just at Showdown, um, I felt it just a, a different level of confidence. And like even towards the third night of the tour, already just being around that environment. Uh, you have to change your mindset to, okay, we, we fit in. Like, we're meant to be doing this kind of thing. Um, and that confidence is going to carry over here too. I, I can feel it already, just being back for, like, a week. Yep. And, and your peer acceptance too. Like, being in the locker room of such highly talented professionals and they're all, like, putting you over, saying, you guys are great, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that, that comes down to the confidence thing that's like, okay, what I'm doing over here is working. I need to keep at it, but I'm on the right path. And then, if anything, that they're, they're just purely peers now. So I just need to take it to the next level, and, and that confidence just is starting to ooze out. There is a third member of the Brat Pack. There is, and she's had a big year as well. Mm -hmm. 2019 has been amazing for the three of you. Mm -hmm. Unit what? 2019, I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, but wasn't Unit 2019 showdown last week? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Don't make me bash you. <laughs> what did you guys take from? Avery's experience in stardom. I couldn't be prouder. Absolutely couldn't be prouder. Like, I've, for years, she's always wanted to go to Japan, and the fact that she got to live out her dream is, is amazing. So I hope that she 
gets the hell out of Australia pretty soon and goes back over there because she really found her niche and she should be there. On ya, Ava. <laughs> we can't not bring up the uh, game changes. Do you, uh, as much as the Australian wrestling fan, you miss Lockie as much as, as, as we do, obviously? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, would you say you miss Lucky? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Game Change is cool. Uh, nah, I, I love Lucky. He's, he's alright. He's not a good boss. Nah, <laughs> yeah, nah. He's wherever a, he is. Yeah. Wherever he is. I don't know where he is. have you heard where he is? Uh, I don't know. I, I, no, I couldn't tell you. Oh, you would know if you saw I'd him. I'd know if you saw him. Know yeah, if yeah, you saw yeah, him. Yeah. He's not returning yeah. phone calls or text messages. He's disappeared. Yeah. He's just gone. Good luck. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It, I, I don't know. I, I heard he's on an island. Uh, definitely not Love Island because he, <laughs> <laughs> he's not crying and making a fool of himself <laughs> on, on TV. Um, yeah, he's not, he's not doing choke slams. Uh, no, no chokies in the pool. <laughs> Are you gonna, obviously, you'll be in uh, Maddie's corner for when the, that, that match goes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, on your Wahlberg. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll segue into the uh, reality TV. What, what show would you two guys be on oh, together? Yeah. Luck, we asked Lux, and they said Amazing Race. Um, well, your old uh, navigation Mitch over here might not work for you. That would be a sight to see. Uh, uh, Mate, I'd pay for an Uber. <laughs> oh, you got a limited budget. Uh, what do you reckon? I reckon Big Brother. What's that I, reckon What's I would froth Big Brother. Just I'd get my shirt off all day. Just nah, you you do something stupid, and it'd be a national. Disgrace. Oh, I would say so many dumb oh, things. You know, what's the one where they build houses? Oh, the, the block! We should be on the block! Oh, the yes. brat block! Yes, yes. I've already got the high vis. <laughs> Let's do you it. You just replace the bum bags with two No, no, well, tool no, belts. no, no, no. The bum bags stay. They can just, convert it yeah, into a yeah, tool belt? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Absolutely. That's actually all right. Another block. Let's lock it in. Lock it in, Eddie. All, yeah. all that holiday show where everyone goes on holidays for a week, uh, they've got the families going on holidays. Imagine, uh, it's on Channel 9, about the same time as Married at First Sight, which would also be funny. <laughs> Me and marriage isn't funny. <laughs> well, not your own marriage. Um, we, we spoke to Jude London last week and we were talking about the tag team scene in Australia and how many tournaments Australian companies are running at the moment. Is it time someone runs an Australia-wide tag team tournament? Please. It's so overdue. Like, there is so many phenomenal tag teams in Australia. It's actually ridiculous. Uh, and the Velocities is one that keeps on slipping away. So someone... Yeah, someone out there, whoever's listening, that has the power of the pen, please make that happen. Because it has to happen. Yeah, um, Viva La Raza. Uh, <laughs> I would love to get in there with the velocities. Uh, good fellas. Good fellas. Now, he, on social media earlier today, Tyson Baxter took over MCW Instagram. Do you think you guys will ever get a chance to do it? And do you think it will be as bland as Tyson's? Who's, who's Tyson Baxter? I think he's the guy that injured himself. Oh, that one? Yeah. Oh. So they, get, oh, they, they gave him the Instagram <laughs> oh, takeover. My knee. Oh, I'm so sore. I need to go to hospital. Absolute dork. What, what was he the question? I, I, can't, I can't even remember the question. Do you, do you think you guys would be... Uh, yeah, when's it your turn to have the Instagram takeover? And 
Do you oh, think? They better start, yeah, they better start bringing out the bigger paychecks. If Where you want is me he? On there. We'll go bash him. Well, we could. Yeah, we, we could. We could bash him and oh, take yeah, over. We could take him. We'll just kick him in the knee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, he was just... we'll kick his other knee. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the story was just him doing his knee rehab in the gym. It was a bit bland for my, oh my. my liking. I'm surely you guys would uh, come up with something a bit more creative. Moy. <laughs> I'm steaming. <laughs> Is it hot in here or am I steaming? No, I'm just sitting here, mate. <laughs> so last time we spoke to Mitch, he was a double champion. You're currently a double champion. So am I. You're both double yeah. champions. GPW heavyweight champion, fellas. Let's go. Uh-huh. Yeah. So two double champions, but um, only one person at the table has been a women's champion. Only one person in the Brat Pack has ever been a women's champion. Oh, <laughs> You went there. <laughs> I am there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been fun. I'm enjoying being the women's champion. What what defenses do you have in mind for the for this women's title? Um. Well, I reckon Zena's trying to challenge me back. I actually wanted to face Avery. Um. She she called me out on it. Triple threat. Triple threat. <laughs> Mate, I want that women's title around this waist. <laughs> Someone with the pencil's got to book that for sure. Yeah, I think so. Triple threat, women's title. Oh, God. FWA, the champ's calling it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned getting in the ring with Kyle Fletcher and Will Ospreay uh, last night. What, what's that whole experience like? Obviously, Will's on the, the top of the wrestling food chain and Kyle is absolutely killing it over in the UK. What's it like getting in with talent like that? It was... Really humbling uh, and a nice challenge at the same time. Uh, I thought it was a really, really fun match, and I, the, the crowd seemed to love it. Um, and and it's crazy to see like just how how far Will, um, Kyle's gone. In, yeah, Kyle in a couple of years, he's absolutely outstanding at the moment. So um, yeah, that was a great experience, and it was even really cool to to be on the tour with him for Ring of Honor as well during the UK. Yeah. Um it was heaps of fun, and one of the bits I enjoyed most about it was we're not going to wrestle Will and try and be Will. Like we are the Brat Pack, and we're going to adapt to what they're doing, but we're going to stay true to us. And that's that's always a challenge, but it's fun. Like I enjoy that aspect of our tag matches. It's really important that you guys, when you're stepping into the ring with Will Osprey, that you're still yourself. And I think that you did manage to do that, which was really pleasing. Um, now, you broke your face a few months ago in the oh, ring, yep, yep. Um, which was not pretty. I got a face for radio, yeah, mate. It, it, it wasn't pretty before. <laughs> but you, you're morphing into Tony Shebeki. <laughs> um, <laughs> slowly, slowly, like each injury, one at a time. Uh, but <laughs> legitimately, um, when did you know that you were in trouble and what did it take to finish that match? Oh, I knew I was stuffed straight away. As soon as he landed, my teeth were just hanging out of my mouth. And I'm going, oh, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> and I looked down and I'm just gushing out with blood. So I ended up getting, it was actually like a hole the size of a bullet that had gone through my jaw. And um, yeah, 14 stitches all up on the inside and outside, a couple of teeth gone. Um, I've been having a lot of trouble since then trying to keep the teeth in, the new ones. <laughs> they just keep on falling out. So I think I need to go with Bali and get the real professionals to do it because <laughs> uh, the Australian dentists aren't too good. <laughs> um, Bentley Dental Medical Group. Yeah. 
Dingley Dental. <laughs> oh, that, well, that's I got Dingley International. Oh. They'll sort me out. Um, but uh, yeah, going through the match, yeah, it's like nothing was like going to stop you. You know, like it's like uh, like a bull sees red sort of thing. Like as soon as you, you you're in that zone straight away, it's like an adrenaline kick. Boom! You just want to keep on going. Um, so I was never thinking, holy crap, I need to get out of this match. It's just, well, we're just going to continue it and get through it. And did that did it, the adrenaline kick over into the post-match when you had to get the extra slit shaved in? Was it, yeah, yeah, The adrenaline was, cool. was still there for that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just look up and I just see blood everywhere on, on the unit. We've just won the, our title for the fourth time. Four times, four slits. I've got this big idea I'm going to shave a fourth slit. And I'm hugging a unit with the title, and he goes, Mate, my face is broken. <laughs> I'm like, What do you mean? He's like, I've got no teeth, see? And I'm like, Stay there, mate. I'm going to shave that slit anyway. <laughs> so he put the title on me, and I sat down, and there I am, just covered in blood. Made a cool shot, a cool yeah, photo, yeah, yeah. covered in blood, no teeth in my face, and yeah, Mitch is putting the fourth slit in. But when I got backstage and the adrenaline started to wear off, I was very sore, and I was getting a bit grumpy because all the boys were getting ready to go out for beers, and I was going to a hospital. Yeah, that's not, it's not the best situation. <laughs> Any more slits, you can't lose the title again because any more slits and you'll just have a shaved side of it's your head. It's getting out of control. Absolutely. I'm going to have to start slitting somewhere else. Maybe the front, yeah. yeah maybe down there, down below. Wow. Do you want to find <laughs> out? <laughs> it's a podcast, different medium. Any, any more um, tanning blunders like the last time we spoke? Um, Refresh me. The Brooksy... Uh, Supplement for you with your tanning. <laughs> Brooksy gave his side of the story. I um, have not taken any niacin. <laughs> I do not have any relations with any niacin. Didn't you buy some this week? No. no. <laughs> oh no, I bought C4 pre-workout, and um, actually Brooksy was the one that said, "You realise that's got niacin in it." After I've just bought a slab. <laughs> And he was putting it over to me all week. Oh, <laughs> that that's a stitch-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get nice and steamy in the gym. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it seems to have a bad reaction with my body, just on the tablet form, because it's just like a, like a bodybuilding pump-up to make your blood flow a bit like hot stuff spray. So I just have a bad chemical reaction to it, and then I, I feel like I need to go to the hospital because I'm just steaming like crazy. <laughs> the unit was in the back before the ballroom, roll, ballroom brawl. Shivering, <laughs> saying, oh, "I don't feel good, mate." <laughs> I had my, I had my kick pads and knee pads down to my ankles because I thought my legs were going to overheat. It was horrible. So it was a nervous situation at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like an oompa loompa. <laughs> so you've had an absolute banner year for 2019. What, what does 2020 hold for the Brat Pack? Hopefully, no more slits, um, so, because we're not going to drop the titles anyway. Uh, but the the year of Brat Pack in 2020, I think that you'll be seeing us sort of on an international level a bit more. But uh, yeah, we want to continue to dominate <coughs> the Australian scene over here, and uh, we want to get that Velocities match as well. So I'm sure you'll be seeing a lot more of us. I can't add much to that, mate. That was pretty good. Yeah, I know that we de we definitely want to see more of you guys wrestling interstate. Um, that's something that 
because we know how good you guys are. We get to see you every month. I feel like the rest of the country needs to see a little bit more of it. Um, and we wish you luck for next year. Beautiful. Thanks, boys. And welcome back. Second half of the program coming up. The music of John Moxie. We'll let you in on why we played that very shortly, but you should probably know anyway. All right, well, actually, time to catch up with Michael Lee from New Horizon Pro Wrestling over in Perth. And, mate, what a fantastic idea they've come up with, Walshie. Yeah, uh, obviously, anything that can make um, any form of entertainment more accessible for people with a disability is something that needs to be applauded. And um, New Horizons Pro Wrestling are definitely on the forefront of that. And um, Michael was a big part of that. Michael joins us on the line there. G'day, Michael. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Walshy, good to hear from you. You too. Uh, Michael also works with the B+. Ah, yes. Okay, cool. I, I do, yeah. That's my um, side project amongst the side projects, amongst the side projects. So a lot of fingers and a lot of things. You're we as prob- busy as Tony. We promise you we won't hold that against you. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, talk to us a little bit about um, your big announcement from your show last weekend. Yeah, sure. So um, at our last event, Summer Dash, uh, we made the big announcement public that New Horizons Wrestling had partnered with Culture City to make uh, our promotion the first century inclusive wrestling event in Australia. Uh, we've been, well, I've been trying to get this off the ground uh, pretty much since January. Just uh, wanted to wanted to try and raise the level of um, accessibility and inclusivity uh, in terms of our, our fans and our community, just because going through, uh, you see all the fans who come to the shows, like everyone has something and wrestling is such a, um, trying to find the word here, but it just such uh, brings everyone together. And I just wanted to add to that a little bit more and just like if some people through no fault of their own couldn't come to shows, I wanted to try and make things so that Obviously, that if people who have, say, autism, PTSD, ADHD, choose your acronym, but just who wanted to come to a wrestling show, I wanted to make sure that could happen. It's an amazing uh, opportunity for those people, and congratulations on coming up with the idea, Michael. So explain to us how it's uh, it's going to be done. How, how do we make wrestling accessible to these sort of people? So it's actually more, it's actually pretty straightforward. So wrestling is surprisingly just such a natural fit for something like sensory inclusion. So what it is, is um, you provide uh, sensory bags uh, at the merchandise table that uh, in them they contain uh, noise cancelling headphones, digit toys, uh, some little cue cards for uh, fans who are less uh, responsive uh, verbally than others. And the idea is that uh, the staff, the wrestlers who aren't in the ring, of course, they are trained online about how to recognize people who have sensory needs and how to accommodate them uh, as best they can. The idea is just you have um, there's designated areas uh, for quiet areas for fans to just if something's too loud, uh, there's a strong smell in the air, there's something's kind of set them off and they just need to um, take a time to themselves. They just walk out, they have a sit down, they recollect themselves and they uh, come back and enjoy the rest of the show. And how um, difficult was it to get everyone on board for this? Uh, it, w- it took a little bit of convincing. 
um, it's not that people weren't uh, receptive to the idea. It's just that it hasn't been done before here. And uh, All Elite Wrestling in America was a great uh, reference point for that because they're doing incredible work. Uh, Cody and Brady Rose, they're doing wonderful with the Century Inclusive Initiative. They have, um, they've got it to the next level in terms of they have vehicles that go to all their shows for Dynamite every week. Um, so people, fans can actually just walk into a specific kind of sort of trailer in a way and just kind of unwind and, and it just gets moved to all the next shows. So that's like the, in terms of like funding and that's like the highest level that you can get in terms of that. But even just the, the actual effort of just, even just the bags themselves and just getting the guys trained up. If, if I could just add that a little bit more to our shows and that's really, a, that's what I wanted to make sure could happen. And even if like three or four people um, are now able to access your shows and be comfortable and I mean, it's worthwhile just for, for anyone who can now enjoy wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. I've um, had a chat to a lot of um, people in the community. Uh, there's a gentleman named Ben Jones. He's a disability worker. He has uh, two uh, twin autistic boys. They're adorable. Um, he has connections with the Autism Society here in Western Australia. I've We've been kind of chatting back back and forth before we made the announcement public. Just um, just the level, like it's a it's a very large community. We don't realize how much um, uh, people with sensory needs like touch our lives in like a lot of positive ways. Like in America alone, it's like one in six people have a sensory need, and it's just there is a large community of like family and loved ones who want to be more social, but there's not many places that are uh, they're able to that are accessible to them. But we have with Culture City, they make concerts, events. Uh, I think they made a haunted house last month accessible to people with autism, which I think is amazing. Just explain who Culture City is, Michael. So Culture City is a not-for-profit uh, founded in America by a gentleman named Julian Maha. Uh, it's been around for about five-odd years now. And, yeah, they wanted to, because I believe the founder, he has a child who... Um, has autism and he wanted to raise awareness for that and it's the fastest growing nonprofit in America and they work with several organizations such as the NBA, a lot of uh, football organizations over there and they've really, uh, they've spread like wildfire in terms of uh, over in America but I wanted to take the initiative and through my collaborations with them we've um, set up, uh, started to set up roots here in Australia. The only other exception being the uh, Jordan Football Club over east. Uh, you go to the Marvel Stadium, they actually have uh, the bags or the vehicle, as I mentioned, with um, All Elite Wrestling. They have those services over east there for such a live setting like that. It's fantastic. Um, and if people need more information, where can they get it? Uh, they can look on the Culture City website. Uh, there's an actual app. Uh, you can download it on iTunes, Android. Uh, it has a list of all the sensory locations. So if you look on there for sensory location in Australia, NHPW is listed along with uh, Geelong Football Club. So obviously the goal is to raise more awareness in Australia and I would love to see other wrestling promotions take the initiative and so it's like a like a unofficial uh, wrestling app about the stuff in your local area. But um, all the information now is on uh, the NHPW Facebook page as well. Uh, and everyone can obviously, of course, message me about any questions they have about it. I've kind of taken the ambassador role on behalf of HBW just to raise awareness for the cause and just get it out there for everyone. 
So, Michael, in regards to the actual night itself, is it a night that is just for people with sensory needs or is it just a normal wrestling promotion? Just a normal wrestling promotion. It's just the fact that um, we have that extra um, the extra facilities now just to cater to a wider audience. That's all. It's just, as I mentioned, it doesn't, it doesn't take much to just make that little course correction to make sure your events are accessible because most of our shows are all ages anyways. And uh, we take advantage, uh, a lot of our shows are in new centres and the like. So to use those extra facilities that you wouldn't have used anyway, it just seems like a natural fit. Fantastic. And uh, let's talk a little bit a little bit about uh, New Horizons. Uh, what have you got coming up for the rest of the year? So we've got our big 10th anniversary show, Final Chapter, November 30th. We're bringing over um, Chris Dickinson, the Dirty Daddy from America. Uh, don't know who his opponent is yet, but I'm uh, very excited about that one. We're bringing over Tommy Knight from Adelaide. And uh, we're bringing over Steph Delander to face off against our women's champion here, Lena Cross. They, they have a bit of a rivalry of the past few years, but that's um, a big culmination of 10 years with the company. And we have our uh, two-week, like two-day, I should say, uh, women's wrestling event, uh, December 6th and December 7th. It's called Strong Style Showdown. And we're bringing over the likes of Soraya Knight, Mercedes Martinez. We've got a couple of stars coming from Japan, like a lot of them from the Mae Young Classic. So it's a very big night to celebrate women's wrestling December and just the company as a whole in the November episode as well. So am I right in saying that you'll bring over Miko Satomura? That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have the rematch from Mayan Classic. She's going to face off against Mercedes Martinez. Amazing. That's going to be incredible. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so everyone who's in it. Perth or can make over to Perth, that'll be an amazing weekend of wrestling. Absolutely. I welcome anyone to come and... Uh, Watch a bit of history on Australian soil, and by all means, if you have a friend or a loved one who you think would be interested um, and who might require some of the century bags, just go to, go to our merch table, have a chat to the people behind the table, and yeah, we'll try and make sure you have a, a positive experience. And of course, the rest of us will do the rest. Michael, congratulations on the initiative. Let's hope it all works well. I'm sure it will, and uh, good luck with the uh, promotions coming up. Thank you so much, guys. Great chatting with you. Thanks, Michael. So that was Michael Lee from New Horizons Pro Wrestling joining us to have a chat about a fantastic idea there. All right, time to have a look at the rest of what is happening in the world of wrestling. Hang on, someone's just walked in the door. Oh, he has too. Lyle, how are you? Yeah. You Where'd going, you guys? go? Oh, you know, I'm a busy man and uh, you know, I didn't miss anything. Obviously, we're just starting straight away. Oh, well, you did. You missed a fantastic interview with Michael Lee, but that's all right. He, I'm I think pretty he was, sure you guys would have done He was well actually happy me. that you weren't here. Yeah, he actually said, he said that. that. You uh, said, I yeah. hope Lyle's not there. And okay. said, no, he's was not. that on, you didn't record that bit? No, no the, the, before we hit record. The music uh, that brought us into this second segment was the music of John Moxley, and he was part of the AEW Full Gear. Well, I hope that's what brought us back. I have a sneaking suspicion Tony will accidentally play Dean Ambrose's <laughs> music. I, I don't even think it's an accident at this point. I think he's uh, he's ribbing us. You've met him. Time. It's an accident. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think? What do you think of the the show overall? I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I it's getting a lot of crap online, and especially from wrestling air quotes journalists um, who are wanting to do a journalism to quote one of our friends, Corey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for me personally, I thought it was a pretty like a pretty good show. Um, the women's match on the pre-show was nothing special, but it was adequate. Yeah. Um, 
I think probably didn't need to go as long. I still think their matches are too long. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially yeah. some of the, like, uh, the match between um, whatever Ty Dillinger's new name is. and Sean uh, Spears. <laughs> so Ty Dillinger. Yeah. And um, Joey Janela. That probably didn't need to be on the card. But other than that, I really enjoyed the women's title match. Yeah. I like Riho. And I enjoyed the title match. And the the hardcore match at the end, was, I enjoyed that too. Who was the person that threw water at MJF? Uh, an extra, I believe. Yeah. So it wasn't just a fan? Definitely a plant. He looked yeah. like an indie oh. wrestler to me. If uh, Yeah, he did. I was waiting for it. And then I looked and went, yeah, no, he looks like a trainee. But if it wasn't, well done. Because that video is going to be played over <laughs> and over. Yes, he probably would have got kicked out. It was a plant. But, you know. Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes. Uh, brutal end. For Cody, that cut on the head that was early. Yeah, I know, but uh, but uh, the ending for the the look of that cut with the uh, it looked like he fairly could, it looked like he stitched his own head. <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever that doctor dive, stitched that, that dive, head. That dive was stupid. Yeah, wh- whether he thought he had more time because it is the exact same level as the ring. Maybe he thought he had more like time to get his into hands the shallow up. Pool. He. People have been sharing online. Uh, is it the Ralph Wiggum jumping into the Simpsons? I haven't seen it. Um, he dives headfirst in the the Simpsons front uh, lounge room. Basically, how Cody Rhodes dove. Uh, <laughs> he's not known for his dives. And, uh... Well, no, he should stay in his lane. But he's got a couple of decent scars on his face. He's just adding another one. Um, obviously, he's probably not going to look like Dusty when he retires his forehead. But yeah, he did a good job, and I think. Tony, you know, a little bit of camera work. Make that yeah, that photo that they sent out afterwards. Yeah, you know, you super out. glue it, and you know, he only had eight stitches, but you put a bit of super eight glue sti- there. That was that was cut was forty two stitch worthy at least. I've seen people have shark attacks and was, not have forty two <laughs> stitches, it's, Tony. It's two thousand and nineteen. When was the last time you had t- stitches, Tony? Uh, I've had a few. In my I life, can tell yeah. you, he's never had anyone in stitches. That's for sure. <laughs> not on this show. Uh, so, are we thumbs up or thumbs down for the John Moxley and Kenny Omega? Great. Uh, I, I mean, I don't mind a death match, so I'm fine with it. But um, I do understand people. Like, I know a lot of people who are big wrestling fans who don't enjoy it. So I understand why some people didn't like it. And you probably want to do it sparingly. Like, maybe I want that feud to go a few matches before you resort to the death match. Yeah. But I think they told a pretty good story. Um, they didn't do anything too dangerous. Am I still the only person, though, that is the, the belief that a title match is your main event? But that was an unsanctioned match. Yeah, an unsanctioned that, that, match can't okay. be during your show. Yeah, that, that, that's it. So, you know, it's virtually the, the show's ending. You and, run the credits and you know, then that match happens. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought it was good. You, obviously, well, yeah. so you've seen me live watch a death match. Yeah, obviously, you don't cope well. Yeah, uh, you know. Just I'm just a little bit of anxiety for the performers. Um, He's a sensitive soul. Yeah, I uh, I worry too much. So what, the, the barbed wire bats. What, what was no, the no, it's, it's not that. You know, because I know you can gimmick those. It's more and, when you light yourself on fire. Yeah, those kind of it. things. That the more unpredictable stuff. You know, the the glass, the board filled with mouse traps. No, that was fine. You know, that that would that doesn't that, hurt. That, that's totally fine. Like. It's more when it's more when you're a, it's more when um Sid Parker pulls out a hatchet and tries to kill Mad Dog. Yeah, you you know. So this. What do you think of the screwdriver spot? I don't. That was the only spot that I thought didn't. I don't didn't like leave. that stuff because you know no one is going to stab anyone. So, well, the original <laughs> Sheik used to. <laughs> I just yeah, it, I can't suspend my disbelief. Sid Vicious would have. 
well, yeah. But I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't think they went too far. Like you said, I would rather it be a, a few months long blood feud to get to that. You know, probably John Moxley. He just wanted to do one of these matches. So, and Kenny Omega was, you know, he's done some stuff like this in the past. I saw it Indeed, posed online. Stuff. I saw it posed online. I'm interested in your thoughts. Is it gonna cost them viewers? No, I don't think so. Personally, I don't think so. If you if you're willing to pay fifty dollars in America to watch this pay per view, I don't think this match is going to turn you off. You put um, that, bi- that Bible belt's pretty powerful see, around but, the middle of no, America. But yeah, but seriously, if you're paying fifty bucks for a pay per view, you are hard, you're a hardcore wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah, but I know hardcore wrestling fans who don't like. No, no, sorry, wrestling. no, I don't mean hardcore as in hardcore blood. No, I know what wife. you mean. You are a real diehard. Yeah, but wrestling I know fan. a lot of diehard wrestlings who hate, like Dave Meltzer, hated that match. Yeah, no, he, he he did. No, no, every single yeah. one of those wrestling yeah. writers shat on that match. Yeah. Try and give me something that Dave Meltzer actually likes. Everything no, else, everything else, Kenny Omega has ever done. He, he does. It. People were shocked. This is the first time Mel- he's ever shit on them. No, nah, really. he shit on them on, I mean, on other things. But he, he was, yeah, he was adamant before the match that he didn't want it to go this way. Um, he hoped it'd just stay in the lane of you know the typical hardcore match, you know, trash right, cans. yeah, trash can lids. So, what's, so what's he saying that we're we're past this now? No, there's no, no, need no for he this just anymore? he. He, his point, his point of view. I, I listened to his podcast. He he doesn't want this to Elsa filter Mark. down. <laughs> yeah, the, he doesn't want this to filter down to the the lower indies, and people think we do this on every show. But You've we've got, already got tournament of death. We've yeah, like it's, yeah. a, it's a, I don't I don't subscribe to his opinion on this. Um, and look, he's entitled to it because I do. That seems. The, the fact that Melter's opinions like this is why I say they're probably going to lose some viewers. It yeah. seems sanctimonial, though. I mean, you're right. We we already have these events on, not on mainstream. Yeah, oh. it, it, it's mainstream. But I, but that's so that's what I'm saying. Oh, he's he's yeah. he saying that we should not have them on mainstream. Full stop. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, exactly he looks he he looks more of like the business side of wrestling, and he worries about ratings and stuff like that. And obviously, if AEW blows up. His He's a gr- subscriber base is probably going to blow up as well. I do agree with him in one spot. If um, I'm a sponsor and I'm a corporate entity, I don't want my money and my name associated with a product that's going to bring um, a negative connotation oh, on my on. brand. No, if you're sponsoring wrestling, you know what you're getting into, and you know that this no, is a possibility. No, you don't. This is the thing. You don't. You're not expecting people to get stabbed with with things. No, you're not because. This is this is what happened in the in the nineties and sponsors pulled out. Yeah, I think they 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 went a, a lot further. And this isn't going to happen. You know, we're not going to have a hardcore title. We're not going to go back to that. I feel this is just Moxley wanted to have. He had an itch to scratch. Yes, they may go to this in a year, maybe fifteen months, maybe eighteen months time when there's a feud that warrants it. Which is fine, yeah. We, we I would prefer. They've got Jimmy that Havoc. Build. They've got Jimmy Havoc. They've got John Moxley, and they've got um, Joey Janela on there. And Darby Allen as well. So they're going to. Yeah, they can they're do gonna the crazy have, stuff. These are going to be far more often than what yeah. you, you suspect. I, no, I, I mean this far. Yes, you can have spots that you know, like the Cracker Barrel spot and stuff, which was absolutely ludicrous. I just don't feel they're going to have a lights out match but, where they go this far. But this is, much, this is much safer than what Darby Allen was doing in that Cracker Barrel match. Of course it is. 
Yeah, but, um, and no one complained about that. He could have died. Yeah, but we're looking. No at No one it could have died in this match. No, we look. We look. I think we're looking at like your the sponsors is a great great thing. They don't know Darby Allen doing a coffin drop onto the apron is literally killing the bloke. Where they'll just see. They see Hang blood. on. Someone's getting puncture wounds in their back, and you can see the holes in their back. Yes, oh. they're minuscule. They and yes, all right. You're going to have a little bit of a sting taking your shirt on and off for the next couple of days, but the lasting effects aren't going to be as bad as those dangerous spots. I mean, the worst spot for me was the crawling across the broken glass because <laughs> that was crushed up. That's going in your skin for a yeah. while. That's going to hurt for a while. But the rest of the match, I'm. I mean, honestly, I'm fine with it. I I enjoyed it, but I understand why people don't. Yeah. I just, just to go back the the ending of the Jericho and Cody match, that yes. was brilliantly brilliantly done. Um, you know, throwing in the towel. I yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. There, Plus, the throwing in the towel was the right thing to do. Cody was out. Yeah, the, really uh, having the walls of Jericho in that deep and the stomping of the back of the, the head. Best walls of Jericho I've seen applied since WCW. Since he was in WCW. Yeah, so he really sunk that in for. That reason, and Cody Rose, he's not going to tap out. He stomped him on the back of the head. He he was out. MJF, what about the kick of the nuts at the end of it. I love I, I love MJF. I think he's going to be the best heel in the business. It could be probably in months now, if not weeks. Baby face to me. <laughs> so, I really enjoyed it, and um, oh, we'll talk about how Cody gets himself in the title picture. With my prediction, we later. will look forward to that. Now, uh, happy That'll birthday to Tony Schiavone, and uh, what a great way to celebrate his birthday by Jimmy Havoc and Excalibur having a bit of a, a dust fight. up at the birthday party. Yeah, um, Tony Schiavone said it was the greatest night in the history of his birthdays. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, old mate Jimmy's probably had a few too many, which he's renowned for doing. And yeah, got into a bit of a dust up, came off second best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he, he uh, sloppy drunk would be the way. He, he, I don't think he'd be that hard to push over in a fight. He threw he'd... a punch and didn't connect. <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. it in front of Tony Khan, probably not the best career. No, probably not. Not a great idea to do that in front of your boss, and then you know, going back the second time and throwing your mobile phone and missing. Thank God, that was outside, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, so yeah. having threw a punch didn't connect. Excalibur puts him <laughs> in him a out. choke hold, chokes him out, and then the security people get involved to separate them. It was yeah. odd. Yeah, and then I think um, Excalibur <laughs> went to apologise, and Jimmy went again. Didn't accept that apology. <laughs> no. So, you know. When someone's drunk, maybe just leave it alone and try and patch things up the next day is uh, the best method, I guess. And uh, you know, I'll remember that. Classic Jimmy Havoc. I, I, I might I need that one day with Welshy just to remember. <laughs> I'm a happy junk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, AEW and I'm NXT. I'm a miserable bastard when I'm sober. You are, no doubt about that. Uh, AEW and NXT, of course, have been uh, fighting a bit of a war in the last few weeks. The, uh, the ratings. It's a scuffle, Tony. No, it's a war. It's a scuffle. All right. Uh, the ratings are tightening up, and NXT uh, sort of pulling a bit back, and, and rightly so. You'd think that uh, the exposure that NXT has received over the last seven days to, to ten days has been pretty uh, excellent. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, you got the the main guys coming down, AJ and Finn Balor, and I think it's the Raw and SmackDown exposure. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, being on SmackDown and being put over so well, and then. Yeah, you play off the Survivor Series build-up and, you know, inter-brand um, 
confrontations. I think more people are going to watch it, depending. I haven't watched Raw yet, and what they do on SmackDown. It wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. Did they do any more of the NXT stuff as um, much? I didn't watch all of it, but I know Shayna Baszler was definitely involved. Yeah. So I, and so was Imperium. Yep. So, so Walter came down, which was yeah. Cool. That'll be really good. Um, I feel on the go-home show of NXT before Survivor Series, um, they might pass AEW in the ratings. But just because of, you know, Survivor Series is one of the most fun builds. In I think it is the best build. Yeah, so... It's not the best pay-per-view, but it's always the best build. Yeah. So, so with that in mind, then, is there pressure on... WWE to put a couple of these NXT guys over at Survivor Series just to build that interest and keep people going along that line? Well, the experiment of having Raw win every single match at Survivor Series last year didn't, didn't really work. work. No. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely, I think you want to mix it up. I'd, I'd have the NXT win the whole thing. That's me. But I mean, I'll definitely, most people like cheering the underdogs. So we'll, most of us will probably be cheering on the NXT yeah. teams. So we're still only three matches confirmed, aren't we, for Survivor um, Series? No, there's definitely, uh, there's more matches. The women's confirmed. title match, the tag team match, and the championship match. Brock and... Well, you should be a No, no, there's, this, a, there's, a, there's a SmackDown championship match. There's the Survivor Series matches of 15 people. Yeah, but they haven't been announced who's actually in. Well, no, but yeah. the matches Talent are announced. Yeah, yeah, okay. Raw announced their team today. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, you guys were at MCW on the weekend. Uh, thoughts? I thought it was a good show. Good ending. End game. To... Yeah. yeah. It was Endgame. the end of Chris Fresh's game. Yep. Um, yeah. Still catching him at Wrestle Rock, thank God. Um, Commentating. Oh, and, you know, yeah. And the wearing a kilt. Yep. And probably drunk. Not Jimmy Havoc drunk. Probably. But... Uh, you're underselling him. Yeah. Are they, are they <laughs> I was talking for, about before the first match. Are they looking for a new commentator at Wrestle Rock? Uh, no. Uh, won't be you. Oh. No. He, if he, you think he's inappropriate? Imagine Tony <laughs> after I, a couple of beers. It, before the show's even finished and gone online, it'll be closed. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestle Rock shut down for, for Tony. Um, no, we censor Tony well on this podcast. Um, I, I thought it was good. I, it was a little bit slow building at the start. I thought in the first half I still half of the had show. fun watching those matches. Yeah, yeah I thought were, they were really good. Steph and Kellyanne, I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the tag team opener a lot. Yeah, that was really good. Good to see Tyson come out and uh, risk the knee that we all paid for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, It was good seeing him come out. Like I I told him on the night, I, him coming out after Kaz and Jet. Gave me the, that goosebump he feeling. Cried, he cried. Oh, well, you know, he, everyone knows wrestling gets me emotional. So it was good to see him back. And then, um, yeah, him going to the top <laughs> top rope and doing the flip dive onto everyone. We didn't land on his legs. So that's, yeah, yeah, there, there was five, 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 God. five other guys catching him. But, you know, I don't know. I, you know I'm a reliable source. He told his parents he just worked the door at MCW. Yeah, so okay. if we can all keep this quiet. It was on his quiet, Instagram, so... <laughs> <laughs> and I know that they are both avid listeners to this show. Yeah, so but yeah, so he didn't dive. Um, I enjoyed the Robbie Eagles versus Emma and the Kid match. I think for for mine, I think that was match of the night for me. Um, you know, just um, for the Brooksy title change. But Robbie Eagles made Man look like a million dollars, and 
Aman stayed Aman's every step of the way. Yeah, he stayed every step of the way. I feel it's got the Robbie Eagles stamp of approval in front of the MCW eyes. And when it goes online, I think it's just going to take Aman to the next level. And they kick the absolute shit out of each other as well. And Brooksy walking away with the belts. Yeah, look, the ending of the ending of the show um, was a lot like my actual life. Everyone was happy except for me. <laughs> I was hoping that Dowie James would win the title. I, I did. I was yeah, crestfallen. Yeah, we did have predictions before the show. Um, I think we're around the. Did we? Yeah, we were talking. Or maybe you had a few too many drinks, but. Most of the people with were thinking Dowie was going to win. I talked most of them into it. Yeah, I, I just figured that's the way it would go. But the uh, yeah, the happy ending of Brooksy winning after nine long years of that title yeah. evading him, and you know, fucking Brooksy. Now there yeah. was uh, there was a couple of uh, announcements that popped the crowd pretty much. One involves this weekend. Yes, uh, no, none involved this weekend. Women's wrestling? No. That wasn't announced. Wasn't announced? That's okay. been announced ages ago. Well, the other one then involves next year, I suppose, more so than not. And that's well, no, one, uh, one, one was for Wrestle Rock. Yeah. That's yeah. this year. Oh, that was next Tony, weekend. Tony, Tony Storm. Storm. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought she was this. No. No. Okay. Next weekend in, uh, at Wrestle Rock. The other one was uh, in regards to Lockie Hendricks. And the Made fact me very happy. Yeah. And I know you were yeah, no, You were happy when I sent you I'm the... I'm just happy that he's happy. Happy that he's back. Life. I'm just happy he's happy in life. Well, I think he's he's found religion and he's sharing. I think the love. he is a religion. Well, he says yeah. he's bigger. The only difference between him and uh, and Jesus is that he's actually real. I subscribe to that. Yeah, he, he didn't have to convince me. I've I've met him. Yeah, yeah. Shook, he's shaking his hands. Yeah, he's I definitely think, real. I think he's sh- he's shaking all of our hands. Well, it's not you, Tony, no, obviously, no, but sh- um, no, no, you too. Yeah, you no, yelled at him once uh, backstage. Very it was super unprofessional, but he was very limp-wristed when he shook mine. He didn't shake your hand. He refused. I remember yeah. every your, time he refused. Your hand was violently pointing at him when you were yelling at him. I think. Got photos. Yeah, but if he's turned to religion, I'm happy to. No, no, he is a religion. Yeah, he it's his own religion. Oh, I think you should is. you should get on board with this. Yeah. Tony. So the religion is lover boy. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I feel you like... need some more lover boy in your life, Tony. No, it was good. It was we'll, we'll really, really good promo. Uh, and congratulations, Chris Fresh, on everything that you've done. Yes, definitely. Um, Do we know what he's doing next? I think he's having a break. Oh, okay. Retiring. Yeah. Re- retiring. That's well, wrestling. Quotes. So. Um, <laughs> also, Danny Psycho's got a stalker. I'm interested to see who that is. Yes, okay. yes. That was a, a creepy video on there after his... DDP. He, ooh. Yeah. Speaking well. of creepy videos... Uh, guys taking film <laughs> of women's matches. Uh, this is something I've noticed for a while in Melbourne wrestling is that there's certain element of the crowd. Um, there's probably three or four culprits who will pull out the camera and video entire women's matches. Yeah. And this, is, this isn't this is just this weekend. Like, don't just think this is MCW. Can't they just download them? Oh, they have to pay, wouldn't they? That's yeah. True. And maybe they're paying for their porn, so why don't they just pay for the wrestling? Who pays for porn? Oh, what? Yeah, it's 2019. <laughs> <laughs> no, buying, I don't want to talk about it. magazines. <laughs> um, no, it's just a case of, firstly, you shouldn't it's be... It's across every promotion. You shouldn't be videoing full matches anyway because, you know, it, you can't video it. It's the illegal. Theater. Yeah. It's illegal. Um, but, 
I mean, I'm not talking about people who make gifts. I'm not talking about people who video 10, 15, 15 seconds to, yeah. for their Instagram story. Um, I'm not talking to, about family and friends. You're talking about people who are digitally closing, going close up on women as they get in holds and all that sort of stuff. Video in the whole match, and then they're basically blocking the merch stand for so their own sexual pleasure. So. The, <laughs> I allegedly, don't I don't know what it's uh, for. Allegedly, I don't know what it's for, and I'm not going to say it's for their sexual pleasure, but because uh, I'm not in their bedrooms. But it, it is noticeable. Let's just assume that they are it's masturbating over these videos. It's noticeable that they only film the girls. Y- yeah, yeah. If if it was just a, you know, a uh, a piracy thing because they were filming men's matches, you know, whatever. That's up to up to uh, management and stuff like that. But I feel, I thought we brought it to people's attention on online. Oh, you did. Uh, well, she. Um, Only because I, I was standing on my side and I was getting in well, there. Well, we do. <laughs> where, where we normally stand at any wrestling promotion, we like to stand off to the side. These same familiar three or four people are on the other side filming all the time. And we always make jokes and we're disgusted about it. They came onto our territory on the weekend, Tony. Yeah, okay. And made us they look were, like creeps. They, it was virtually, they were standing in front of us. So if people were watching the other side, we could have been... You were know, you actually looking at their screen when they were filming? Of course I was, to see what they were doing. I had a better view through their screen. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was close. I, I, I did watch one match all the way through there and I felt I had to give my $8 to Mikey at the end. So I don't know. You know but no, it's... I see it at every. I see it. I see these same guys at every promotion. Um, yeah. They'll they'll definitely be at the show on Sunday doing the exact same thing. Yeah, well, they'll film the whole show on Sunday. They'll run out of battery on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah it's it's disgusting, really. Yeah, are so we, call, call it out. Call it yep. out. You know, fan, fans have got to be better at that stuff. You can police stuff in a civil way, but don't. Yeah. I mean, don't call out someone who's just taken a photo or anything like that because like you're allowed to take a photo. Yeah, you know, you're allowed to enjoy the match, but. Not video, a ten-minute match. That's yeah, that's too far. Are we allowed to talk about the other discussion of? Uh, nope. Okay. I don't know. RCW and EPW have had massive weekends as well, boys. Yeah, Riot City Rumble in in Adelaide. Tony, what's yes. that? What's that? Uh, that venue. You're so yeah, Adelaide's about? between uh, Thibbert and Theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great place. Um, I am told they've broken the record. Slicks off the balcony. Well, that didn't happen. No, no, no that, that that didn't happen. No, 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 no not this. No, he, yeah, when when you years ago, over there, yeah. um, over four hundred and ten fans. You know, wow. so that's a banner weekend for those guys. That's good. The, the, and the coverage from you know Luke Partington. Do we know the, if they've saved the theater? There was a big protest going on about the the theater was going to be closed down. No idea. We didn't know there was a protest. No, yeah, I didn't no. even know that. I might have to look up, look yeah. that up. Um, I saw it was on the chat on the news over there. Yeah, yeah, it was on Triple M Channel Seven AFL dot com. So that's yeah, that's you know virtually free advertising for these guys. Hopefully they can keep the momentum up because they're having great shows. A lot of their stuff goes on YouTube relatively quick, so and they're for free. So. Yeah, so go go across and um, you know, told again, it's Royce Chambers went over there and did his thing and did really well. So. You know, support. He lost to his dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good um, promo. What do you call it? The cover photo they used. They they did look very father similar. and son. Father and son. So yeah, good. Congratulations to those guys. They've done really well. 
um, in building their audience in the last, you know, six months. And hopefully it continues in the next year. I heard EPW was fantastic. Yes. Uh, talking to someone who was at that show. Happy 18th birthday to EPW. Um, yeah, so that was really good. I, Logan Gray has uh, pulled the pin. I read. Retiring? Um, having a break. Really? Yeah. Got away with Chris Fresh. One of the best tag team wrestlers in the Jesus. country. Okay. So we wish I him well. Yeah. Oh. And he, he did a big shooting star press off um off a ladder into oh, he's in the crowd virtually. Um I can't wait for this show to get online so I can It'll watch be his. amazing. It yeah. always is. That's always Yeah. They leave they, it's always balls to the wall for that show every year. Yeah. So I, but we I really want to get there next year. We're gonna get there for their nineteenth birthday? Depends if Tony's in Chicago or not. No, no, no. I'll, no, no, he's not going. You just give me some time. Birth. Give me some advice. Give yeah. me a little bit of warning. You got it probably 51 weeks, Tony. To the grandfather of wrestling over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really looking forward um, to this get, getting online. I'm really looking forward to your AEW predictions. Well, yeah, because you none skipped of over them, it last none week. None of them have you, ever, you, ever come right. You skipped. No, they, no you, you one missed of them me. came pretty yeah, well. Right. Yeah, there were, there, no one went through the table. On yeah. the contract signing. The contract signing was pretty and, accurate. And it, there were there was three or four tag matches, which there is every show, so that's probably not even yeah. a prediction. And there was no not one Canadian destroyer that show. Oh, and then is, you skipped yeah. over me this last is, week. This is not a prediction. This is review. Yeah, right? I've, I've, I've already, seen the show, Tony. You've already been to oh, air when oh, yeah. this comes out. I, I've seen it. I've right. got the uh, Fight TV. So what happened on what AEW this what week? What did you see this week? So, oh. that they've had no, that they've had to film two different things. So I'm not 100% sure which way they're going. No, no, you've got to go out. You've got to tell us what they did. Yeah, I've seen two different versions. Versions, because they're not sure who they're going to uh, yeah. show. It's a live show. That, yeah, so that I've only thing. seen. You Obviously, you guys haven't seen it. Use the, the plebs. They have to watch it on. Don't call us you, Don't call us female sheep again. We're not yous. Yous. <laughs> go. Come on. I'm waiting. Cody Rhodes is going to address his non-rematch. And... He's either going to go one way. Chris Jericho is going to demand that he have another match. That's not going to happen. Yep. Or Cody Rhodes in AEW storyline, he's going to win the next Battle Royal. And that's how he's going to sneak his way back into the title picture that he guaranteed he'd never have. Yeah, but Only that's not going to happen this week. No, no, he's addressing it. I'm saying that's what he's going to... He's going to hang man so He's going to tell everyone that he's going to win with no, or without. Battle Royal So basically, he's going to go back on his word from seven days ago of never competing for this title yeah. again. With or without stitches. I think he probably have to well, wait until... he's not clear to compete. No, yeah. Cause no, those... he's got he ripped a rib from his rib cage or something yep, as well. Yeah, that's probably where the 40 stitches had to go, Tony. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, beauty. Hey, uh, we give it away thanks to our great friends out at Warzone Wrestling and uh, Pitbull has been in touch and said, Tony... I want you guys to give away two free tickets to our show. So we'll announce something during the week. Um, on our socials? On our socials. Yeah. Keep an eye on our socials, guys. Two free tickets to go see Warzone Wrestling. Should be a great show next week. This I week, believe though, you'll be sitting next to Lyle at the show. Who? Whoever wins the tickets. Oh, because I won't be because I'll be in uh, Chicago. Oh, no, actually in New York, I think. No, no, oh, Chicago. I don't, yeah. really, I don't care. Pretty sure you should know where you're going. Did you see you're the plane? Did you see the plane that slid off the runway today in Chicago because it was so icy? No, I no. didn't. Yeah. Minus I was too busy. Minus I was, eleven last night. I was too Chicago. busy watching the news about the bushfires in Australia that are, yeah. that are really concerning me, Tony. I'm not. 
Minus 11 in Chicago last night. Freezing. Uh, so Saturday, November the 16th. To see, glad to see that you care about the people who no, are I do. passing away. Have you been up to the Blue Mountains, Tony? I have. I that love the Blue Mountains. Katoomba is one of my beautiful. favourite places. But he's beautiful. not going there next week, so he doesn't give a shit. Ah, that's fair enough. Oh, I'll be in Chicago. Uh, PCW Ignition featuring is on. We try that again. PCW Ignition featuring is date, on in Fertree Gully. The date. The date. But hang first. on, I'm just reading what you've written here. No, the date PCW Saturday, me. November the sixteenth. PCW Ignition featuring is on in Fertree Gully as they build towards Destiny on November thirty. Wrestle Rampage in Adelaide have Hartley Jackson's homecoming as well as Steph Delander. Defending her MCW Women's Championship. Really? At Wrestle Rampage? Yes. Wow. I wouldn't have put it there if it wasn't happening. Well, well yeah. <laughs> you know, if I put it there, it's either happening or it happened last week and I forgot to take it off. <laughs> NAW in Glenroy have Gore defending his pure championship against Jake Navarro. Sunday, Good November 17th, MCW presents G.IRL. Is that. Yes. Girl, or do you say G.IRL? Call whatever you fucking want. At Evie's Disco Diner, featuring Charlie Evans, of all people. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Good to see a home. Yeah. And the uh, MCW debut of PCW's, Asia, and Queensland's, Lucille Brawl. Yes. She got red hair. I've never seen her wrestle. Uh, if you're promoting a show, please get in contact with us, and we'll let people know where you can where they can find you. So we say I'll, that every I'll repeat week, that yeah. again. We say that every I'll week. repeat that again. If you are promoting a show, please get in contact with us and we will let people know where to find you. Or you can leave snarky remarks on our Facebook page. Or you can let us know that you and have a you show on. And slide into the DMs of people who comment on it and then complain about it. It's always fun. Or you can let us know you have a show on yep. and who's on the show. And we'll be more than happy to promote it. Slide into most our, of you. Slide into our DMs and get some free advertising, Tony. That's, or that's pretty you simple. Can we'll give let us know. For we'll you, give you, you know? away tickets for you. Or you can let us know that you have a show, and we will be happily promoting it for you. What was that really? Without a that's doubt, the first time I've ever heard that announcement. All you need to do. You should have put it on the run sheet before this week. It should have been on most weeks. <laughs> All you need to do is go to On The Turnbuckle or my Podcast House Facebook page. Get on there, tell us you have a show, and we will happily promote it for you. Happily. Or you can have your own podcast and talk about whatever well, you, you want. you can do that on too. On my Podcast House. There's no doubt about it. We would love to help you promote your show. Just freaking tell us about it, you idiots. <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll talk to you then. See ya.